to the Fiber Coven podcast. How are you guys today? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm Lauren of Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily of Kitty with the Cupcake. We're here to talk about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. So we do have a teeny bit of news this week. We're going to do an Instagram live next Monday. What's the date on that? I did not think of that. It's the 13th. Monday the 13th. Spooky. At um, 2 o'clock Eastern or 11 o'clock Pacific time. And we're going to be talking about Emily's Kickstarter. So if you were curious about how what Kickstarter is and how to do one, uh, either as a participant or as a creator, come hang out with us. We'll, we'll chit chat. Yeah. And it's open to everybody on our Instagrams. Nice. Well, sweet. We can get into some yarny content. Did you finish anything this week? No. I finished four things. Are they all tiny? <laughs> They're very tiny. <laughs> so we'll start with the less exciting ones. I finished two Hexy Pops, and this is the Buck Moon colorway and the Sturgeon Moon colorway from our Power of the Full Moon Club. Mm-hmm. I, every time I'm like, I don't want to do the Hexies, and then I cast out the Hexies. I'm like, I love making Hexies. So I've got two little squishy ones here. I've just, my... My local thrift store tends to have polyfill for like 50 cents. So I, I've been filling up with polyfill, which is mm-hmm. fine, I guess, if it's not bought new. I don't know. Whatever. Probably not best for the world. But you could stuff little things. You could stuff anything with yarn scraps, too. Yarn scraps. I have a jar right here. Keep them around. And I also finished the Sturgeon Moon and Buck Moon pouches. They're really cute. You did a really good job designing them. Thank you. Um, I need to know the... Uh... Harvest Moon one this weekend. Yeah. So my plans. Mm-hmm. So here's the Buck Moon. I um, like that one. Yeah, it's got these uh, really nice cables that are reminiscent of antlers. And I just did a little um, I cord because I was way too lazy to make a friendship bracelet for the for the drawstring. That was not not something I was going to be doing. But it was a really I like that idea. It's Thank cute. You. That's what you would have gotten the. Uh, stuff for you got the kit mm-hmm. but yeah and it's got this little square bottom and the whole time I was making it I thought that this would be a really good uh, cozy for a cold beverage in a can or a bottle mm-hmm. you could just pop it in there and keep your hand warm and your beverage cold glug 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 nice nice and then I also finished the sturgeon moon one it's cute Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have a little wood button. And my dad made these. Uh, I had a whole bunch from. We were using them in the decor for my wedding, and I, I had a bunch left. It's just a little stick that he cut up and put some holes through. But I think this one was really clever. I was really, I don't know if dubious is the right word, but I was like, how is this going to work into a nice little pouch? Like, <laughs> how does three squares make a nice little pouch? But three squares makes a nice little pouch. It is three mitered squares. Mm-hmm. For my mitered squares, I use a central double decrease as opposed to the I one. I see that. The, it looks nice. Yeah. As opposed to the one that Emily does, which would also look nice, but it's a, whether you want um, a more subtle look or like whether you want that strong central, uh, double central decrease, but mm-hmm. it's a little triangular pouch, the little button closure. Yeah. It kind of makes like those paper footballs shaped thing. Mm-hmm. It's like just a weird little 3D triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can put your treasures inside and then bloop, close them up. I don't know what I'm going to put in either of those. Something. Mm-hmm. I should make more friends that do D&D because these would, every pouch They're would be all good really dice good bags. bags. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the things I finished. 
Well, what have you been working on? Um, I've mostly been working on my waxing moon shawl and I'm just like doing this border forever. It's so big. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't measured my ball yet, but I think I probably have used about half of the yarn Mm -hmm. from a full skein. But yeah, it's massive. Here it is. It is massive. Oh, it's so nice. There's the border. Doing its border business. And I'm just, you know, knitting around that forever and ever. I have, I think I have eight wedges that don't have borders yet. So. Wow, you're most of the way through then. Yes, half. which is good. But I don't think I'm going to release the pattern until I have the other one done to take pictures of both of them. Mm-hmm. So, but that should go pretty fast because I already have three of the 12, 12. wedges done. And I'm not, I'm not going to have to do the attached border on that one because I'm doing that little nifty little cable border. Mm-hmm. I love how versatile the pattern is. I too have been working on mine, but I can't show it off because it uses some of the secret colors. Mm-hmm. Secrets. But it's, uh, it's going to look, I think the colors together overall look really good. I'm in, I'm excited about having a cape. Yeah, I think it's going to be really nice to wear in the winter. I think I'm going to mm-hmm. end up wearing it a lot and just be like a little Honestly, moon bat. My, mm-hmm. my 2021 like Star Wars, like falling into the pit of Star Wars has really like increased my desire for capes and ponchos. Mm-hmm. She said wearing a poncho right now. Yeah, it's it's I tried it. I have I have 20 wedges done on the full one. Yeah, 20 wedges done. And I was wearing it on the needles like a cape yep. last night. It's great. I like it. The only other thing I've been working on that I can show you guys is the ah sweater. Oh, I was hoping to get more work done it on it, but I just got got into other things. But I I, I got into the the frilly bit. Yay. So I've got a couple inches done of the frilly bit. That's the yeah. progress I've made since last you saw. And it's just, so I just fully got into my, my second skein. I can't believe it. Like nearly all of this was done with one skein of yarn. That's so much. Yeah. And I, when I was noticing that I was running low, I started um, alternating skeins, doing helical knitting, but I didn't I have to start working it in until until after I did the increases for the peplum here. So I can't believe how far this yarn is going. It's wild. I'm loving it. Fluffy. I just brought a bra to wear with that. (laughs) Yay. Yeah. It's cute. It has like little crisscrosses at the top. So I think it will Mm. look really cute under there. The look really sexy. Yeah. Like it. Okay. I have to actually put some work in on that. That's okay. You don't have to. I also bought the bra because it doesn't have an underwire. So I was interested in trying it out. Nice. Nice. What else have you been working on? Just these socks. Oh, that's not mm-hmm. the sock bag. This is the sock bag. Um, they're my Star Trek socks that I'm making for Chad. And here they are. They're tangled. That's sock two, huh? This is sock two. You're killing it. Yeah. They look great. I worked, I did the heel in my birthday hotel uh, while mm-hmm. we watched trash TV on the hotel nice. TV. And uh, yep, I'm on, almost done. So, Isn't it weird when you go somewhere and they have cable and you're like, oh, this is what live TV used to be like. Mm-hmm. I had that experience when I was away last week. 
it's like, oh God, I used to like local news used to be on Mm -hmm. all the commercials for like local furniture stores. Like, please, no. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So that's all I've been working on because it's moon club time. So I have been, I did all the wax seals for Q4 and I'm doing candles. So that's a lot of my time. Quarter four is going to be really good. I think everybody's going to be really happy with it. I think so too. It feels very autumnal. So autumnal. Yeah, I'm doing um, my mitered squares of quarter four right now in my cozy memories blanket. I'm having a good time. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, sweet. Did you acquire anything? I acquired lots of stuff because it was my birthday, but I'm just going to show you some of the witchier stuff. And also a bonus gay thing. Um, We love bonus gay things. Yes. So I got this cute little incense holder. Ooh, nice. um, From my aunt. She asked me what I wanted. And I had this favorited in my Etsy. So I sent Mm -hmm. it to her. And it's a handmade ceramic thing by Mm -hmm. Art Room Ceramics on Etsy. And it's a cute little like sun and moon. And the face Mm -hmm. of the sun is 3D. And you stick the little stick incense in its mouth there oh mm-hmm. uh i had a wood stick incense holder before and that just seems like it's not a good idea um so i got this cuter ceramic best. one because mm-hmm. that was making me nervous uh and then my sister found me this cute little the moon tarot card oh, cute. Uh, which is by These Are Things, which is a pin maker. I have a coffee cup pin from them. But yes, it's a little mm-hmm. tarot card pin. And then I also got this really fun, super gay Lego set. Yay! Yay! I built this on my birthday. It was a good time. Nice. Uh, so this is called uh, Everyone is Awesome, which is cute because the song from the Lego movie is Everything is Awesome. And nice. it has all the colors of the inclusive pride flag in stripes and a little uh, Lego person uh, minifig for all of the colors. And they all have fun, different hair. I really like it. Nice. They do have fun, different hair. It's a nice size, too. It fits nice on a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Those are my gay Legos. I love it. I love it. I didn't get anything because we haven't had mail. Mail's just starting to happen again. Mm-hmm. That's good though. They yep. can take their time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I got stuff from you. I didn't pull it out. Uh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I, I already set it up in the bathroom because I'm going to use it oh. later today. <laughs> um, nice. Lauren sent me a box from Bebe Vadu who does not sponsor this podcast. We just talk about her all the time because she's awesome. We're just fans. <laughs> We're just fans. Um, Lauren sent me a bag of her lavender bath soak, which smells so good. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to use it. It smells like really good sweet lavender. It's got cute little like lavender dried flower buds in there. And it has like cornstarch and vegan milk in it. So it's going to be like really nice for my skin. And you, what was the name of the incense? It's Oh, Montero. Yes, that one smells so good. I haven't burned it yet, but the just the sticks smell really good. I forgot. I think she made that one. It was for some horny season holiday right Mm -hmm. after Call Me By Your Name came out. Nice. It's very like spicy and like, yeah. It's yeah. I think they said Dragon's Blood was one of the main smells, which is one I like. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it smells mm-hmm. really good. Um, so I'm excited to smell awesome. And then also a cleansing uh, bath pouch that's in like a little tea bag. And I think I'm going to save that one for the next new moon. Take a little nice, nice new moon cleansing bath. So I'm super excited. Yeah. I know you're a bathy person. So I thought I those might be baths. fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. My little familiar curled up right in time for me to tell you a creepy story for a cold oh. Mm-hmm. So, um, so just as kind of like a trigger warning, this is kind of a spooky true crime one from the World War II era. So, if you're not into like true crime stuff, which can like touch on the gruesome, this one might not be for you. But uh, with that little warning aside, you ready to learn about the uh, who put Bella in the witch elm story? Yes. Okay. So, I I think I'm first gonna explain that uh, witch elm spelled W Y C H is from old English and it means like pliant or supple and it's the same root word as wicker. So mm. it, it means like that. And it's just a type of elm tree that uh, grows mainly in um, the UK, but kind of all over Europe. Uh, so like witch elm, it's this, it's a botanical thing. It's not related to witchcraft necessarily, um, but it's like the same idea as why witch hazel is called witch hazel. Mm-hmm. Like obviously there's some overlap. So this takes place in Worcestershire, England. (laughs) I was like, oh God, I hope I can pronounce that right. That one's a sauce. You should know how to say that one. No, no, I know how to say it, but it's it's because that one's so fun to mispronounce when you're like, Worcestershire. Mm Worcestershire. Anyway, Worcestershire, England. Uh, 19 April 18th of 1943. So things are not good uh, in the war. Hard, times are hard in England. Four little local boys are out in the woods trying to find eggs because their families are probably hungry because of, you know, things are, are not so great. So they're out stealing eggs in the woods like any little boys should. And they come across this witch elm and they notice like it has like a hollow in it and they see something white and kind of rounded so they're looking for eggs so they go check it out it is not eggs it is a human skull oh no in order to find out that it was a human skull they had to take it out and they took it out found it was a human skull we're like oh shit and put it back we're traumatized we're traumatized and these little boys they were all like pre like middle school age boys like these boys all were like we can never speak of this and then like the next morning the youngest one who's like 13 squeals to his parents and they call the uh local authorities which is like probably definitely for the best best. (laughs) yeah so they they pull out this skeleton from this tree and get like um medical examiner to look at it it's from a woman she's about five foot all the bones except for the left hand were found inside the hollow of the tree uh the bones of the left hand were kind of scattered and buried nearby and she had a bit of taffeta stuffed in her mouth which made them think that it was possibly a you know which like helped them think it was a murder as well as like suspicious and they didn't think the boys did that because it was taffeta which would have been like a fabric used in women's clothing and not something these little boys who were so poor they were stealing eggs would have had. Mm-hmm. And she had uh, really distinctive uh, teeth. She had some like, yeah, she had some that were crooked. So they were really distinctive and they were hoping that they could get dent- a dental identification on her, but there was, there was no luck. Like her, some of her clothes were found as well. 
And also too, because uh, the hollow of the tree she was found in was so small and restrictive, they determined that she had to have been put in there uh, pretty soon after she was uh, murdered, or like whether she right after she was dead or if she was unconscious, because if she had been undergoing rigor mortis, they would not have been able to stuff her in this tree hollow. Um, so this is all in, in 1943. And in 1944, around the town, some graffiti starts showing up, like in the, like on a mean uh, statue plinth in town. Is this who put Bella in the witch elm? And then, uh, kind of like on, and it happened a couple other times around the town. Like, and they didn't know who this woman was. There was no identification. There were no missing women. But also, too, there were there were no local missing women. And all over England, there were tons of missing people because it was World War Two. Right. So. Yeah. So they were having a very terrible time. Like they're having no luck identifying her. And then in 1944, all this graffiti starts showing up, like who stuffed Lou Bella in the witch elm, just covering on, on different, different places. And so she's never been like definitively identified, but there's a lot of interesting theories. So the most, like the least exciting one is that it was just a standard murder that happened during an air raid. Um, and because of the noise of the air raid, whoever was just doing this run of the run of the mill murder, I hate, I don't want to say it like that, but like a comment, you know, mm-hmm. a regular crime. And like the, the sounds of it were covered up by the air raid or perhaps like a woman like ran out because of the air raid and like was lost in the woods and met upon a unnatural end. There was that idea as well. But in 1945, somebody came up with a theory that it was an occult murder. And this is definitely like kind of out there. They don't have any evidence to support it. They're like, oh, there's all these covens of witches out in the English countryside. And the fact that her left hand wasn't in the hollow as well suggests that they they may have thought this person was a witch. And they put her in the hollow of the tree because that was thought of as a way to like contain, like they thought it was a little witch prison and they thought they had taken the left hand to make a hand of glory. Mm. Um, So I looked up hands of glory, which is interesting. This is not what they were doing because a hand of glory is made uh, with the left hand of somebody who was hanged, a criminal who was hanged. And then they make a candle out of the fat from the hanged man. And then the hand that's like pickled, there's like all these like rules about how to like pickle and preserve the hand. So you have the preserved left hand of a executed criminal holding a candle made of that executed criminal's own fat. And they say that a hand of glory does a lot of things. Like it um, gives light only to the person holding it and it paralyzes everybody else except the person holding it. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, and they also say it could unlock doors. So the one, one person thought it was an occult murder for making a hand of glory and imprisoning a witch. But that one was a little, a little far-fetched. Like realistically, probably her hand might've just fallen out of the hollow and animals got to it. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most reasonable explanation. That makes sense why it would be like scattered around Mm -hmm. and like buried shallowly or something Mm -hmm. yeah there's different accounts some say like the hand was buried and others say like the hand bones were found scattered and it happened a while ago Mm -hmm. but there's one more theory that the internet really likes and it's that it was the body in the tree was from a nazi spy Mm. so this and this came from some declassified uh, British intelligence files that have come out in recent years. And so 
it is confirmed that Nazi spies did parachute into parts of like those parts of England at those times. And also too the fact that this person with very distinctive teeth was not able to be identified by local dentists makes people think that uh, she might be a foreigner. So there's that there was a, a theory that she was a famous, like that the body in the tree was a famous German performer, Clara Bowerly, but uh, this Clara Bowerly was close to six foot tall and died in Berlin in during the war. So it's probably not her, but there was a, I don't know if it was a deathbed confession, but there was a RAF pilot who might've fallen in with a wrong crowd that like might've included some Nazi spies and his, and he died during the war too. But his wife said that he was like tortured by all these visions of like a woman in a tree. And there was a story about um, how this uh, RAF pilot was out drinking with a shady crowd and there was a woman with them and um, there was either some altercation and she was murdered or she just got too drunk and they stuffed her in a tree because I don't know, bad things. But there's like definitely some people who think she was a Nazi spy, mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting. I'm doing a really bad job of explaining the um, theory that she was a Nazi spy. But if you listen to the My Favorite Murder episode or watch the BuzzFeed Unsolved, uh, I'll put them both in the show notes. I think it's MFM episode 10 or just you can look up on youtube the buzzfeed unsolved on it for who put bella in the witch elm so that's an interesting unidentified person stuffed into a witch elm in england during world war ii so fun little mystery yeah a fun spooky mystery for spooky season Mm -hmm. spooky season is upon us thank you for storying us yeah, I like weird bits of history. I hope you guys didn't mind my poor storytelling too much. But like I said, my favorite murder and the BuzzFeed and Solve were both both good if you like a somewhat comedic take on true crime, which is fun because you need a little humor to deal with the challenging bits of life. Yeah. I don't know if you could hear that in the bath- background, but the cat, the cat agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, all human lives are sacred, but it's a little less tragic if it's not just some random victim and it's like a Nazi spy who was stuffed into a tree. Is that your favorite theory? Yeah, that's, that's my favorite theory. theory. I like that one. Yeah, there was apparently some like evidence of some people who had came in from Holland and like airdropped in and, mm-hmm. you know, was involved in spy shenanigans and then something went wrong and this this female spy was murdered and disposed of in the tree. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Well, not no, we usually finish up with a little bit of shameless self-promotion. I guess my little promotion for the week is that uh, I'm finally back home. The post offices are open. You can buy things in my Etsy store again. Yay. Yay. I did. Uh, I still do have the quarter two yarn from the uh, Power of the Full Moon Club in there. It's really cute. Oh, my little pouches are all over there. It's okay. But I, I should be after the next full moon. I'll do quarter three. Yay. Yeah. And then Emily's Kickstarter is still going. This is probably the last time you'll hear us talk about it on yes. podcast. It ends. Uh, the last full day is September 15th. It ends officially September 16th at like 8 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is doing really well. 
We're over $20,000 now, which is like totally craze balls. But we do have washi tape as an option now. And there are three different designs of washi tape. There's the Kawaii Pastel Tarot design, the little elemental triangles design, and a witchy design that has like a bunch of different like witchy tools and some crystals and stuff on there. Uh, and those are really cute. Yeah, I like them. They're all uh, 15 millimeter wide, which is like the standard washi tape size. And Mm -hmm. uh, they will be 10 meters of washi tape on the rolls. Uh, So that is cool. And we just put up sticker sheets. So there are now sticker sheets and those are available in the Kawaii Pastel Tarot and the Elemental Triangle designs. Uh, They each have two of each sticker. Actually, I think the elemental has three of each sticker on the sheet and the Mm -hmm. stickers will be about an inch big and they are waterproof vinyl stickers. So they're still like really nice, high quality stickers that you could put like on your water bottle or on your laptop or whatever, somewhere that you need a harder wearing sticker. Or if you want, you could put them in your journal because they're smaller. Awesome. I'm so excited. That reminds me, I have to go and uh, add on some stickers to my my pledge stickers 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 and then i did set a final stretch goal at twenty five thousand dollars uh where i will be putting up a capsule collection of pins so a capsule collection if you're not familiar is kind of like a self-contained collection in fashion that and everything can go together so these are still going to be witchy pins uh, but they're going to be a little bit different than the current set of pins and they will all be able to mix and master with each other. Nice. Fun. And if you want to learn more about Kickstarter, we'll be doing that IG live on Monday the 13th at 11 o'clock Pacific or 2 Eastern. So join us. Join us. Yay. And so if you're looking for us around the internet, just head to fibercoven.com. You can find links to both of our individual Etsy shops and Emily's patterns and where you can buy them and my yarn and our show notes and our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And we'd love to have you at all of those digital spaces. And thank you for uh, letting us in your ear holes. And it was great hanging out with you until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.